So tonight we're going to be in 1 Peter 3, 8 through 12. So in this passage, right before it, um, Peter addresses slaves, and then he addresses wives, and then he addresses husbands. So he has individual um, instructions for different groups of Christians. And then finally in this passage, he's addressing all Christians. So what he says in 1 Peter 3, 8 through 12 is, Finally, all of you have unity of mind, sympathy, brotherly love, a tender heart, and a humble mind. Do not repay evil for evil or reviling for reviling, but on the contrary, bless. For to this you are called, that you may obtain a blessing. For whoever desires to love life and see good days, let him keep his tongue from evil and his lips from speaking deceit. Let him turn away from evil and do good. Let him seek peace and pursue it. For the eyes of the Lord are on the righteous, and his ears are open to their prayer. But the face of the Lord is against those who do evil. So there's two main points that Peter is trying to bring out here. The first one is in verse 8, um, and it's more of an internally based, you, the emotions you have towards your fellow believers and um, internal to the church more. And, I think, and then verses 9 through 12 are, how you, are more how you act with that right internal, um, those right internal emotions, and it's more how you act towards the world even and towards those who are persecuting you. Um, so starting in verse 8, um, these, you notice these are all, they're all points of how we love our brothers in Christ. So the first point that uh, Peter brings up, he says we are to have unity of mind, or that could be like-mindedness or of one mind. Um, this is probably referring to like-minded in a doctrinal sense. Um, so we are to believe the same things. Um, this is Mostly primary issues, these are, uh, which are the issues that we believe in as to, to be Christians. Things like um, we are like believing in that Christ is the Son of God or believing that um, the Bible is the Word of God. If we don't have these things, we don't have anything in common, really. So if a part of the church doesn't believe these basic things, then there's going to be uh, disunion in the church. But this also applies to what we might call secondary issues, um, things like um, that, that affect um, how we give out the sacraments, like baptism. That's the reason we have denominations in the church, is because it's difficult to have unity um, in the church when we disagree on some of these very important but even non-essential issues. And so that's actually a good reason for us to um, have denominations, even though it's a little bit of a necessary evil. Um, God will bring us all together unified as Christians in the end, but for now we do need to have denominations so that we can um, be like-minded in our doctrine and so that we can um, work together and have unity. Um, next, Peter um, point that Peter brings up is sympathy or compassion. And that's a pretty literal translation of the word. Uh, the word sympathy, our word sympathy actually comes from the word that Peter uses here. And so he's literally talking about we feel with our uh, brothers in Christ. And I think um, Romans twelve fifteen describes it pretty well. It says we rejoice with those who rejoice and weep with those who weep. So next Peter brings up, um, he says, brotherly love. And so that's the Greek word phileo. That's love between family members. Um, and so that's pointing out that in Christ we are family. We are, um, we, 
love each other as family members, and in some ways we actually love each other as family members should, and we love, in some cases, we love each other almost instead of family members. We, um, some family members don't believe in Christ, and when they don't, we, that creates a separation between us and them, and we um, stop having that in common with them. And so a good example of that is Matthew 12, 46 through 50. It says, um, while he, Jesus, was speaking to the people, behold, his mother and his brothers stood outside asking to speak to him. But he replied to the man who, and to, who told him, Who is my mother and who are my brothers? And stretching out his hand toward his disciples, he said, Here are my mother and here are my brothers. For whoever does the will of my Father in heaven is my brother and sister and mother. And so there's, there is, we don't have the same goals as non-believing family members anymore. And so um, even though we still preach the gospel to them, we still love them, we, but there's that... Um, a, there's a gap that's created. And so the next point that Peter brings up, he says that we are to be tender-hearted. And so that's, um, that's the word for that. That's a feeling in your guts. Um, I like the way that John Gill put it. He says, um, put on bowels of mercy. And so um, what he means in that is we feel it on the inside. And so for us, that's the heart. In different cultures, it's Weirdly, it's different internal organs. So the, uh, the Greeks thought it was the liver. Um, the Old Testament people, they thought it was the intestines. Either way, you still feel something for, your, for fellow Christians, for your brothers in Christ, on the inside, um, and so that you're invested in them. So finally, Peter says that we are to have a humble mind, and that's the opposite of pride, and I think that... Um, Paul describes this a lot better than I can. He describes it in Philippians 2, 3 through 8. He says, Do nothing from selfish ambition or conceit, but in humility count others more significant than yourselves. Let each of you look not only to his own interests, but also to the interests of others. Have this mind among yourselves, which is yours in Christ Jesus, who, though he was in the form of God, did not count equality with God a thing to be grasped, but emptied himself by taking the form of a servant, being born in the likeness of men. And being found in human form, he humbled himself by becoming obedient to the point of death, even death on a cross. And so not only are we supposed to put the interests of others above ourselves, but we're, we're following the example that Christ set when we are humble and we um, value other Christians even above how we value ourselves. Um, so these are a lot of feelings we're supposed to Feel, and that can be very difficult if, say, Billy walks through the door and you think, oh, no, Billy, I'm supposed to love Billy, he's, even though he smells bad and I just don't like him very much. Um, and you might make the excuse in your mind, I can't just flip a switch and suddenly love Billy, right? But in a sense, you actually can change how you feel. You just can't do it by yourself and you just can't do it immediately. Um, you, with the help of God and the Holy Spirit, we can change how we feel. Um, we, through prayer and repentance for our unloving attitudes, um, and over time reading his word um, and praying for our fellow Christians, we can um, overcome our lack of love for others, and we can not flip a switch, but we can eventually uh, have a changed heart and be sanctified so that we can follow these commands that Peter um, lists here. And so... 
Next we have the more action-oriented section. And this, I think this section is more oriented towards people who are um, maybe persecuting or doing, because they're doing evil and they're reviling against the Christian, right? Um, that's verses 9 through 12. Um, you could interpret that as being brothers, and I think it does apply um, to brothers in Christ as well. Um, so if someone here were to come up and punch me in the face, um, if I would probably not be justified if after, afterwards I went and I threw a brick through their windshield, right? Um, just because they're a Christian, <laughs> just because they're a Christian doesn't mean I can take revenge on them, right? But I think usually we think of evil being done to us and that's going to be persecution from the world, right? Um, and so I think that's primarily what Peter's talking about here, especially in light of uh, verse 12. It says, but the face of the Lord is against those who do evil. Um, so what does Peter say here? So, well, first he starts with what not to do. He says, do not return evil for evil or reviling for reviling. Um, and so he says, he actually literally says, stop returning evil for evil here. And so I think that implies that it is our natural inclination to want to take vengeance on um, the, on people who do us evil. That's what's natural, and we have to fight against that urge. He also says, do not return reviling for reviling. And that's, so if someone insults us, um, we're not supposed to insult them back. And actually, the Bible takes reviling very, very seriously. Um, so if you look in 1 Corinthians 5, 11, um, Paul says, but now I am writing to you not to associate with anyone who bears the name of brother if he is guilty of sexual immorality or greed or is an idolater, reviler, drunkard, or swindler, not even to eat with such a one. So, so reviler here is actually listed with a lot of things we would, I think, consider really bad. And he, Paul is listing this as a reason even for excommunication if someone is, is a reviler. So obviously you insult someone one time, we're not going to excommunicate you, right? Uh, but if you are someone who would be described as a reviler, then um, that is actually listed here as a, mean, as a reason for excommunication. And um, I think Matthew 5.22 agrees with that. Uh, Jesus says that someone who, if you call your brother a fool, then you are liable to the hell of fire. Um, so insulting others and, using, and um, speaking words without thinking or out of anger is taken very seriously in Scripture. And I think... Um, this also agrees with verse 10 here. Um, verse 10 is from Psalm, this, that section is from Psalm 34, and I think there's, uh, since Peter is using this as a proof text from the Old Testament, there's many parallels between it and the earlier verses. So verse 10, it says, let him keep his tongue from evil and his lips from speaking deceit. Um, so and then, so what are we supposed to do instead of returning evil for evil? Um, well, we're supposed to bless them. And so what does Peter mean by blessing them? Well, I think a good answer to that is found in Matthew 5, 43 through 45. Um, it says, You have heard that it was said, You shall love your neighbor and hate your enemy. But I say to you, love your enemies and pray for those who persecute you, that you may be sons of your Father who is in heaven for he makes his sun rise on the evil and on the good and sends rain on the just and the unjust. So here we see that um, towards those who persecute us, we are supposed to pray for them. 
I mean, I would say that a good thing to pray for them is probably for their salvation. We would pray that God saves them and brings them to himself. Um, We can even pray for their physical good, although I think their spiritual good is much more important. Um, And so that also agrees with uh, verse 11. It says, let them seek peace and pursue it. And so even when others are harming us, we're supposed to seek their good. We're supposed to not just accept peace from them, but we're supposed to pursue making peace with people. Um, and so next Peter says that you do this so that, uh, says, uh, uh, for this, to this you are called. So scholars disagree about what the this and for this you are called. Whether it's uh, the verse right before, the part right before, uh, do not repay evil for evil, bless, but on the contrary, bless. Or if it's referring to that you may obtain a blessing. Um, I think it's probably, the this is probably, uh, do not repay evil for evil or reviling for reviling. Um, the phrase before, the reason for that is um, earlier in the chapter, First Peter 2.20, it, um, he actually says that we are called to endure suffering um, because that's what Christ did. And so he's likely repeating himself a little bit here. Uh, so... That kind of sets up the next phrase, that, that you may obtain a blessing. So that you may obtain a blessing means that um, obtaining a blessing is sort of a motivation for us to follow um, what Peter is saying here. Now, the first thing you might think when you see this is Peter is advocating for work salvation. And that is obviously not the case. We have other parts of Scripture which deny that. But I think even in the words here, you can um, refute that. The word for obtain here is actually obtained by inheritance. It's often used that way in the New Testament. And so the fact that it's obtained by inheritance actually implies that since it's proof that obeying these commands is proof that we are sons of God and are going to inherit from him. And so the next question you might ask is, what is the blessing he is talking about? And I think verse 10, the psalm, Um, from Psalm 34, actually, is a little bit more specific. The blessing here is um, to love life and see good days. I think that is the blessing. Um, And so what does to love life and see good days mean? I think that to we all love life, right? Even non-Christians love the physical life. But I think for that reason, um, it has to be talking about a different kind of life. So I think it's talking about our spiritual life there. I think it's talking about um, loving our... We're satisfied in God now, and we um, are loving our spiritual life. And then uh, in it says also, see good days. What good days are we as Christians going to see? We are going to see eternal life. We are one day going to be brought to the new heavens and the new earth, and we will never die and we will be blessed there. So I think that's the blessing that is being talked about here. Um, And so with that, so we don't return evil for evil. We bless those who do so, and God will bless us, right? But that's all. The blessings are far in the future in a lot of ways, right? And so we oftentimes, like for those who are getting, who are suffering right now, they're receiving evil from people right now. Some of these promises can be hard to look forward to. But I think that's what verse 12 is for. And verse 12 is, 
For the eyes of the Lord are on the righteous, and his ears are open to their prayer. But the face of the Lord is against those who do evil. Um, And I think that that is very encouraging in some ways, because these are promises that that can help us bear up under affliction. We know that God is looking down on us, and he's watching out for us. We know that we can pray to him, and he will hear us. Um, so when we suffer affliction, we can turn to him and we can pray for deliverance from it. And God will eventually deliver us from it. Um, he says the face of the Lord is against those who do evil. God will eventually um, punish those who do evil. However, that, can also, that also applies to people who don't listen to what Peter says here, who do repay evil for evil and, for revi- and reviling for reviling, um, and who do not keep their tongue from evil and their lips from speaking deceit. And so this is also a warning to those who um, do not follow these instructions that uh, if you do those things, then that means you are not a brother in Christ and then you should repent of them. So in conclusion, so we saw that in verse 8, we are to have unity with fellow brothers in Christ. Um, and to love them, and we build that up slowly over time with sanctification, but we are called to that. And in verses 9 through 12, we see that um, we are not to repay evil for evil, um, and we bless, we pray for our enemies instead, and God will bless us through that. Um, Let's pray. God, Heavenly Father, Lord, I thank you for your promises in your word, Lord, that um, you will give us eternal life one day, Lord, um, and that um, you will enhance our life here in the spiritual sense, Lord. We will have um, satisfaction in you, Lord. Um, And of course, um, we know that we will receive persecution here, Lord, but um, you will eventually um, cause us to not be under persecution, Lord, and we will, um, all things will come together for good, Lord. We thank you for that. Um, We pray that you would Bless our evenings tonight, Lord, and um, help us to learn from um, your word and to um, obey it and listen to it, Lord. Pray all these things in Christ's name. Amen.